Who is Billy Batson's favorite founding father? It's, oh boy, it's Shazamuel Adams. Man, these keep getting worse every week. Hello, I'm your host, Mr. F, and yes, as always, I made that joke up myself. Welcome to Mr. F Diggs Movies, the movie review podcast with one big difference. There's no review yet. That's because, as always, I'm waiting for you. I'm going to write my review during the pod, and so are you. Now, maybe you're just a movie fan. You just want to listen to me talk about this week's film, which is Shazam! Fury of the Gods. That's cool. That's groovy. Love hanging out with you. Thanks for being here. But this pod is actually designed to be interactive. It's designed so that we're going to be talking about movies or TV shows at the same time. You know, Maybe you're one of those people who, like me, just loves talking about movies with your friends. Maybe you go on you know, Snapbait or TikTokle or whatever they have these days, and maybe you're talking about movies already. And maybe you're interested in talking about movies in different ways or more fun ways. Well, this is the place to do that. That's what I'm here for. That's what we're going to do together. We're building the next generation of critics, one review at a time. So let's have some fun. Let's talk about movies and TV together. But before we start shazamming, I want to get to a review that was sent into the pod. It's time for some truth from the youth, opinions from the minions, and recs for what to watch next. This review comes from BT in Kentucky. BT, thanks so much for sending something in. BT wrote about the 2010 film by Christopher Nolan. It's called Inception. Now, the director, Christopher Nolan, he's done classics like The Dark Knight, Interstellar, Memento. Inception here stars Leo DiCaprio, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Tom Hardy, and Elliot Page. Oh, but wait, there's more. This is one of the all-time cast. There's Pete Postlethwaite. Tom Berenger, Marion Cotillard, Ken Watanabe, Killian Murphy, and legendary Michael Caine. Like I said, one of the all-time great casts and a great movie. I'm going to read BT's review for you. Here we go. Inception's a movie that can be difficult to follow at times, but it's completely mind-boggling to watch, even if you are a little confused. The setting, oh, I should say... Sorry, BT, didn't mean to ruin your flow. There are some minor spoilers ahead, so if you really want to watch Inception on your own, skip forward about, I don't know, 30 seconds. Back to BT. The setting opens in a dream. You learn cop's mission and how the dreaming works for the most part. Throughout the film, you're left constantly worrying if the plans will work. How is this even possible? There are times of complete unknowing, hyperventilation, Concern, confusion, joy, and relief are all emotions I felt during this movie. No movie had a tight grip on my interests like this one did. In the end, Cobb's totem, a small top which he uses to determine if he's conscious or not, spins on the table. It flutters, and you wonder if it'll fall. He could be conscious, or he could be living in a dream state, unaware that he will never meet his children or reality ever again forever. Awesome words from BT. BT, thanks so much. Uh, BT recommends you watch Inception, and you know what? So do I. It's a great movie. I can't leave BT's writing alone for a second. I got to come back to it. I just want to share a, my favorite sentence out of BT's writing. My favorite sentence was this. Hyperventilation, concern, confusion, 
joy and relief are all emotions I felt during the movie. You know, I, I like this sentence for two reasons. Number one, I love lists, you know, lists get a bad rap. Like your writing teachers maybe tell you use one precise word rather than a dozen words to make your point, which is, yeah, it's good advice. Your, your English teachers aren't wrong, but sometimes, you know, there's just nothing like a list. Like if you feel everything, say everything, you know, and like your words there, they paint such a clear picture. I also love the I felt part of that sentence because, you know, you could have just said this was a nerve wracking movie or this was a, um, yeah, this is a nerve wracking movie. Uh, these are my feelings during the movie. I like that you talked about how you are feeling because when you bring someone into your experience of watching the movie, rather than just summarizing the movie, when you bring someone into your feelings and your experience of that movie, it's just always, it hits a little harder. And I love that. Love it. Love it. All right. Bravo BT from Kentucky. Bravo. Thanks for sending it in. Hey, everyone out there, would you like to be on the pod? Would you like to get mentioned? Would you like to share what you're watching with the world? The world would love that. If you want, you can send me your piece. Maybe you'll get on the pod. You can send it to my email account. It is Mr. F Diggs Movies. That's MRF for Mr. F. Mr. F Diggs Movies at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you, everybody. All right, let's get into Shazam. All right, here we go. Quick reminder before I get Shazamming, you can be writing or talking about any movie, any TV show that you want to. You don't have to talk about Shazam Fury of the Gods like I am. You can write about something you saw a while ago, something new, something you love, something you didn't love, whatever you want. Okay, so yeah, I can't wait to hear what you're watching, what you're digging. But like I said, I'm going to do Shazam Fury of the Gods. Now, if you haven't seen the film and want to know the summary, here it is. It picks up really pretty much from where the first Shazam movie ends. All of Billy's foster siblings are superheroes now, and they're trying to figure out how to work as a team. And they better learn quick because some gods from another realm show up looking for a magical weapon and things don't go smoothly. Hopefully Billy and his foster sibs will learn how to work together in order to save the world. Bum, 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 bum. All right. So I always start my movie talk with making some popcorn. And, you know, in real life, we make popcorn. You take a kernel, you heat it up, and then it bops into something bigger, something better, something delicious. Now, unfortunately, I'm not actually making real popcorn here. Sorry, guys. Uh, But the basic building block of movie talk is popcorn and works kind of the same. And if you're sitting there thinking, who is this weirdo? Why am I listening to this? He's making no sense. I can explain popcorn in more detail. I've done it on my website, MrFDigsMovies.com. Also in the show notes, there's a link to the popcorn primer. It's a place where you can go and learn how to do the stuff I'm talking about. First thing I'm going to do is I'm going to collect my kernels. Kernels are anything you notice about the movie or show you watch. So the first thing we do called collecting kernels is you're going to write down a list of everything you notice, everything you think about, any questions you've had, whatever, everything that grabbed your attention in some way, somehow while you're watching your movie or show. Okay. So if you want to see how I do that, here are my kernels. Here are the things that caught my attention from this movie. How old is Shazam? I mean, it's got to be tough, you know, getting older when you're still young, kind of like in the movie Big, but Shazam feels a lot closer to 8 than 18. 
it feels like this movie was made by just throwing a bunch of stuff that should work together and like hoping it would. The tone feels strange, feels a little off to me. It feels like this movie wants to appeal to a younger audience, almost like a PG audience, but there's some like stuff that pushes the envelope toward R. Question. This is a spoiler. So, you know, la 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 for 10 seconds. Ready? Here it comes. Where was Wonder Woman during all of this? I mean, it seems like a pretty important deal. And did did one of the kids like ogle Wonder Woman? Ugh. I love the unicorns. The unicorns are awesome. And I love how the youngest daughter makes the unicorns do what she wants. It's pretty cool. Steve the Pen, new favorite DC character. Love Steve the Pen. Magic Google. There's a lot of veteran actors in this movie who are phenomenal, like legend actors. And they just kind of seem to, to be there. Like, they didn't really seem that into it. And I gotta say, Anne's like cityscape scrambling superpower is really cool. I dug it. All right, so I can't even explain why, but those are the things that grabbed my attention when watching this movie. Make a list. That's not rhetorical. Make a list. Write some stuff down. We're in this together. Write everything you, you question, everything you think, and everything you notice from your movie or show. Hit pause. I'll still be here because it's a podcast. And I, then we'll go and we'll take these kernels and actually make some popcorn. All right. I hope, like me, you got a big bunch of kernels. It's time to bring the heat. Time to take that stuff and turn it into popcorn. How do we do that? Well, I'm glad you asked. Again, you can go to MrFDigsMovies.com to get a clear explanation of this or click on the popcorn link in the show notes. I'm going to go through this quickly. Popcorn is all about thoughts and notices. For each thing that you wrote down, think to yourself, hey, self, is this something I noticed in the movie? Like what you wrote down, did it happen in the movie? Did you see it happen? Did you hear it? That's something you notice. Okay, so mark it with like a little N, a little highlight color, whatever you want to do. Look at your other stuff. Are they thoughts? Like, are they opinions? Are they things that whatever you saw, like what it made you think of? Are they your own original thoughts? Are they not necessarily things you saw in the movie? If they are, put a little T next to them or highlight them a different color. Those are your thoughts. If you're not sure, if it's kind of both, just pick one. It'll be okay. You can't mess anything up. Just pick one. Same thing if it's a question. Does it feel like a question about what you noticed? Or is it like a question that came to your head because you had another thought about the movie. Make each question a notice or a thought. Again, you can't mess this up. Don't worry too long about it. Just kind of go with your first thought and it'll be fine. Now to make it into actual popcorn, what you do is for all the things you wrote down as something you noticed, write down some more about that kernel, write down your thoughts. Okay, so if it's a notice, write your thoughts and you do the same thing with your thoughts. If there are thoughts, Write down what from the movie you noticed that led you to that thought. Okay, so it's just all about, as I said, notices and thoughts. You kind of pair them up. Have one, you got the other. So go ahead and hit pause and do that now. If you want to listen to me, I'm going to take three of my kernels and pop them. That's what I usually do, three, sometimes four. If you want to hear me do it so you know what you're doing, go ahead and listen first. But I want everybody popping that corn. Here we go. I'm going to take the kernel, let's see, 
one of my kernels is it feels like there's a bunch of things that are supposed to be in a movie that they just threw together. Okay, that is, I mean, that's kind of a notice, but it's also kind of a thought. I'm going to go for that's more of a thought. Again, I can't mess this up. I'll show you why. What did I notice in the movie that felt like something that should be in a movie but didn't really flow? Um, there's a moment like where, you know, Billy is scared that he's not going to be loved by his foster family. And the foster family says, you're not leaving this, this family, blah, 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 like that. Like, have you seen that a bunch of times? I've seen that in a bunch of movies um, before. And, you know, to be fair, it always kind of gets me. You know, I'm the father of adopted children, so that really gets me. But, like, it feels like that scene happens just because, like, someone in the writing room was like, yeah, I think we should have that in there. And I really think that's the only reason why it's there. Now, if, if you were listening closely, I, I, I started my kernel as a thought. I then thought of something I noticed, the scene where you're not, you're always be a part of this family scene. And then I had more thoughts about it. And I kind of went back and forth. That's the best popcorn when you're going back and forth between thoughts, notices, thoughts, notices, notices, thoughts, all that kind of stuff. All right. So I'm getting some ingredients that I might use in my movie talk. I, I think that's, that's a pretty good example. Let me do another kernel. Um, the tone is very strange. Now that's definitely a thought. That's my opinion. Opinions are always thoughts. So what did I notice that made the tone strange? It's like, ooh, one of those like, prove it, explain it. I'm like, okay, well, there's a lot of juvenile humor. And I think like in the first movie, uh, Zachary Levi's character of Shazam is pretty juvenile and it's a fun tone. Like I think, I think it works for the most part. The problem though is in this movie, every once in a while you get something that happens. It's super dark. Um, there's, there's a kid with disabilities, the, the brother, right? He gets picked on, he gets bullied and it's pretty sickening to me to watch that bullying. Like it, that's, that's just over the top dark. Um, there is one character who dies like, like suddenly and very ickily, like icky, icky, ickily. Is that a word? I like it. Ickily. Um, yeah, really not PG ish to me at all. There's a time when someone gets a splinter and they take it out and I have this thing with splinters. I can't, I was like in a puddle on the floor watching this guy take the splinter out. It was awful. So yeah, those are the things that led me to think that this tone is really uneven. You've got the the playfulness of the Shazam character, which like I said, I actually really like. Um, but then you've got all these other things happening that are really not playful and really not like anything I'd want my my eight-year-old to watch. Like my 14-year-old would obviously be totally fine with this movie. But yeah, it's 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 a strange tone. And I'm gonna take one more kernel. And the colonel is Steve the Pen is awesome. There's a character named Steve the Pen. That's obviously a thought of mine. That's my opinion. So I'm going to come up with what did I notice? What did I actually see in here that makes Steve awesome? And I think like Steve has this like little um, piece of twine wrapped around the top of his head, I guess, like the top of a pen, like the clicky clicky part. And they put so much personality in that little bit of twine, you know, like it, it, it can like, it, it'll like raise itself up kind of like an, I don't know, 
uh, motion. It's um, it can like move around, so like you know, like it's Steve's state of mind. It's really, it's really cool. Um, I just think now I'm gonna go to thoughts again. Like that's not easy to do. Like all this CGI is like supposed to like overwhelm us and be so awesome by being massive. Like it was really cool to see a tiny little thing, um, and have CGI fill it with life, fill it with like this really really like sense of wonder and just really coolness. I like Steve, Steve, the pen. He's totally rad. All right. So that's what I did was I, I, I took a bunch of things I thought, and now I feel like I know why I think what I think even better. And that's something that when I start talking about the movie and start writing about the movie that I can use to help my writing and my talking about movies be even better. All right. So, Everyone out there, don't skip this step. This seems like a step to skip. It's not. Okay, take all your notices and write down what you think about them. Take all your thoughts and write down what you noticed. Okay? Again, hit pause. Then I'll come back and we're going to start writing or maybe you're going to be talking, recording. I don't know what you're going to do, but we're going to start talking. All right? All right. You got this. All right. How's your popcorn? I bet it's amazing. Can't wait to hear about it. And I can't wait to see what it turns into because this popcorn, everyone, all our thoughts, all our notices, all our questions, they're just the ingredients we're going to use to talk about movies and TV. Okay. Think of your thoughts, your notices and questions as ingredients. Okay. Now ingredients aren't enough, right? Think of it like if you're, let's say you're hanging around with your friends, watching some movies, you get hungry, you order some pizza, you hear the doorbell ring, you go, Give the person your money. You, I'm, I'm being way too detailed, but you get back with your friends. You open up that box of pizza. Instead of the yummy, delicious pizza, all you see is like a wad of pizza dough, an unopened can of pizza sauce, and a bag of grated mozzarella cheese. Maybe you like tiny little pieces of pepperoni scattered about and like a pineapple. Don't at me. I love the pineapple on pizza. Anyway, it would be a huge disappointment, right? You've got to take all those ingredients and combine them, cook them into something delicious. That's what we're going to do with all our thoughts and notices when we talk about movies. Again, you can be writing, you can be talking, you can be recording, filming, whatever it is. You're going to turn all the stuff you've come up with so far into something new and amazing. It is time to cook, baby. So let's start. Now, I'm not a fan of rules because, you know, you should be able to talk about movies however you want to. Okay, but I kind of like to have a few rules. Here we go. The first rule is have fun while you do this. If it's not fun, I, I would recommend not doing this. You know, like we're only here to have fun. This isn't school. This isn't an assignment. Rule two, don't listen to that negative Nelly voice inside of you that tells you what you're writing isn't good enough or that no one would want to hear it or why are you doing this anyway? You stink. These are all direct quotes from my brain. And I'm I'm a lot older than most people listening here. I'm 50 years old. I still get those thoughts in my head. I've learned how to ignore them better over the years. And I'm telling you, everyone has those. They're not real. I mean, they are real, but like they're they're not legit. Don't listen to them. And rule number three is be nice. Okay, we all know that it, it takes a lot of work to make a movie. I don't think anyone intentionally makes a movie and wants it to stink. Be nice when you're reviewing. That does not mean to lie. That that doesn't mean you're not allowed to not like what you watched. And I certainly want you to say that if you didn't like it, you know, you don't have to like just share the good things, but when you are being negative about a film, 
you can be nice about it without being a jerk, right? So let's say our critics pledge. Please repeat after me. I pledge allegiance to all the movies, the good ones, the bad, and the ugly, and to all the stories for which we stand in laughter and tears with entertainment for all. Hallelujah. Let's do this. All right. So now I'm going to be the one hitting pause because I'm going to start writing. I'm going to start writing my stuff and listening to me write is probably really bad podcasting material. So I will just kind of pop in once I find myself doing something that I think it would be cool to share. And yeah, go ahead and start writing. Enjoy it. Again, have fun. You're amazing. I want to hear what you have to write, so please do it. And uh, yeah, be nice while you do it. Here we go. Hey, how you doing? Keep going. You're doing great. I know you're doing great. Can't wait to hear what you have to say. You know, I came across this sentence. I want to share this. I came across a sentence. Here's the sentence I wrote. I wrote down. It's kind of like a summary of the movie. Shazam opens up a portal to another world, but it isn't a nice world. And, you know, that, that's truth. That's facts. Like the, the portal opens up. It's not a very friendly world. But just truth and facts, you know, you can make a point. I'm sorry. You can. How do I say this? You can state your point using facts and figures and truth. But that's not always enough to make your point and make your point stick in the audience's mind. Um, You know, you can make the point, but if it just flies past your audience because it's not a very interesting sentence, you know, what's the point of making a point if no one gets the point? Do you get my point? Well, anyway, you want to catch the audience's eyes and ears. So I'm going to, I'm actually going to steal a move from BT. I'm going to go with a list. Um, Instead of just saying a nice world, I'm going to make a list of things that happen in a nice world. And so I am literally Googling. Listen to me, Google. Can you hear that? Oh, that was me Googling. I'm going to Google nice things that people do. And voila, thank you, Google. I've got a list now of things people do that are nice things. Looking at my list, I'm going to take holding the door for someone. Donating toys. That's a very nice thing. Sharing food. Who doesn't love someone who shares food? All right, here we go. Um, I'm going to take those three things and my sentence is going to be, but it's not one of those nice worlds where people routinely donate toys to homeless shelters, regularly hold elevator doors for people, or randomly mail you packs of Skittles. That's my new sentence. I got a list of three things that would happen in a nice world. Now, I changed share food to mail you packs of Skittles. Why did I say mail? I don't know. I'd be pretty surprised and stoked if I got a pack of Skittles in the mail. Uh, A lot more surprised and stoked than, you know, I'm hanging out with my friend. They say, hey, open your hand and pour a few Skittles in there, which would be great. But like, yeah, getting in the mail, that would be such a joy. Um, I also, I, I chose Skittles instead of just sharing food, like Skittles, for a couple of reasons, like number one, they play a small but important part in the movie. So it's kind of a tie into the movie. It, it leads to, in my opinion, the funniest line of the movie. Uh, Skittleful, sk- Skittlefuls, <laughs> Skittles are colorful. Ooh, new word. Colorful Skittles are Skittleful. Uh, they're delicious and they're just a fun candy, right? So 
I think now I've got like, not just, I'm not just telling people it's a nice world, not a nice world. I'm, I'm, I'm giving a very clear picture of what a nice world would be. I, I think most people would want to live in a world where those three things happen. And it never hurts. If you want the reader's attention, mention candy. It's like, it's like a stone cold guaranteed move. Well, take a look at what you're writing, what you're talking about. Is there any spot where you can make it a little more colorful, a little more clear? You know, is there a place where you just say what something is instead of showing what it is? Or in my case, like what it could be like, you know, you've got great stuff to say. You've got great points to make. And I want people to hear your point. If you're thinking it, it's worth sharing. So look at your writing. Where can you put like a fun little list to make everything more memorable? Give it a try. All right, you try that. I'm going to keep writing and I'll be back. Hey guys, I'm back. How is everything going? I bet it's going great. Even if you don't think it's going great, I bet it's going great. I know it is. So you've probably heard of alliteration before, you know, when two words have the same sound at the start. Um, I'm going to use some alliteration. I'm going to use some actual, some next level alliteration. Did you know there's next level alliteration? There is. It's so cool. Um, I'm at a point where I'm going to talk about, like I'm talking about how throwing tools at like a bridge in this case, like throwing tools at a bridge is not a good way to build a bridge. Like you got to use the tools with skill, with care and thought. You don't just throw the tools at a bridge and think it's going to be a bridge. I know that's a really weird thought, right? It, it'll make a lot more sense if you actually go and read my, my par- paragraph, my whole review. But let's not focus on that. I'm getting off topic. Let's focus on the alliteration. I'm talking about how the movie feels like the storytellers just took all the storytelling tools, like tropes, symbolism, plot devices, so on, and just kind of chucked them all together to make the movie. So I pick a hammer for like my tool tool and plot devices for my storytelling tools. And I wrote this sentence. Here's, here's the sentence. Whether it's hammers or plot devices, just randomly chucking stuff at something works out well. Rarely works out well, sorry. So, yeah, I don't think you build a bridge by throwing hammers at it. I don't think you build a movie just by randomly throwing plot devices at it either. Now, whenever I've got a pair of things, in this case, I've got hammers and plot devices, I really like using alliteration, you know, at least some consonants. So my first thought was to take one specific plot device called a red herring. It's like when they deliberately mislead you. And that changes my sentence to whether it's hammers or red herrings. Now, I like that alliteration sound with like the H and hammers and the H and herrings. There's also a lot of R's flying around in there, which kind of makes it flow. Hammers or red herrings, that's not bad. But like I said, I'm going next level alliteration. I'm looking at plot devices, P and D. And I'm trying to think, is there a tool that starts, has two words? The first one starts with a P, the second a D. Of course there is. There's power drills. Everyone knows about power drills. Power drills or plot devices. Ooh, so it's not just like one alliteration. There's a pattern of alliteration happening. PDPD. Like I said, that's next level alliteration. Listen to it now. Whether it's power drills or plot devices, just randomly chucking stuff rarely works out well. Yes, I like. I like a lot. Yes. 
you, you try it. Look for or maybe come up with, just use in your next sentence, a pair of like things that are two words long, like plot devices. See if you can try and use and fit in some patterned alliteration in there. You know, it's, I got to tell you, it, it feels so good to hear something you wrote pop. You know, when you read it out loud and you're just like, ooh, yeah, that sounds good. Like, it's such a good feeling. I want you to have that feeling. Try this pattern alliteration stuff. You know, I want your audience, your audience will feel it too. I want your audience to feel that way. It feels so good to make an audience feel good. Give it a try. All right. Now I'm going to bounce out. I'm going to finish my piece and I'll be back to talking in a while. Keep going. You're doing amazingly well. You got this. You're going to write the greatest movie talk or TV show talk ever. Keep going. Okay, I'm done. I know the magic of podcasting makes it seem like I did that in like less than 10 minutes, but trust me, it took me a lot longer. I've been pausing. I've been working, and I know you are too. I appreciate it. The universe appreciates all your work. You know, if you want to share, I'd, I'd love you to share it, whether that's with a friend, uh, with your family, or with me at MrUpDigsMovies at gmail.com. And if you'd like to share it with literally the entire world, because that's how many people listen to my awesome podcast, I may even share it. Now, if you don't want it shared on the podcast, just let me know. If you just want to share it with me, you can email it to me, and I'll keep it between you and me. Don't you worry. All right, you guys have hung around with me so much, so long. This is great. Let me give you my quick report card review for Shazam. You can read the full report card review at MrUptixMovies.com and see how everything I talked about and all those little tricks I did at the end, how those all worked their way into the final piece. But here we go. First subject is story. I'm going to give Shazam a D for story. Like I said, just feels like they, they threw a lot of good stuff together, hoping it would work. And I think for the most part, it didn't, unfortunately, which is sad because there's a lot of really good ideas in this movie. Uh, the people. I'm going to give a D plus for people. Um, I think I mentioned earlier the the veteran actors, Jamon Hunsu, Helen Mirren. Uh, Lucy Liu, they're all extraordinary actors and they're not extraordinary at all here. It feels like they're just here for a paycheck or because they owed someone a favor. I don't know. They just don't seem to have their hearts in it, which is so sad because they're so great. Um, yeah, the Billy Batson, you know, he grew up since last film, but I don't think Shazam did. I, I think Zach Levi's performance, while fun, is not quite right. I will say, though, the younger members of the cast all do really well. They add a lot of life, a lot of levity to the movie. They were good. Uh, film geek stuff. I'm going to give the film a C plus. Uh, I think the CGI, like the worlds they create with CGI are cool and they're fine, but they're nothing special. And you know, that's, I'm not picking on Shazam. I'm actually picking on everything. Like even Ant-Man, the Wasp quantum mania, like everything that's been coming out lately, I feel the same way about. So this isn't a Shazam specific problem for me. I will say for Film Geek stuff, Steve the Pen, amazing. Um, and Thea's City Scrambling superpower, amazing. Now the elective class, I'm going to call this elective class out on the tone. That's a pun, not out on the town, out on the tone. And I have to give it an F. I've spoken about this too. The It just seems like the movie doesn't know who it is or what it wants to be. Like there's too many tones and, you know, I like being shocked and I like twists as much as the next guy, but yeah, I think there's no real flow in the movie. Like I said, it just feels all thrown together. So 
you average all that up. And I think this film gets a D. That's my final grade. Sorry, Shazam, Fury of the Gods. Your final grade is a D. All right. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today and talking about movies with me. I hope you came up with something of your own. I'd love to hear read what you did. If you don't mind sharing, like I said, there's a couple ways you could do that. The one I've been mentioning, you can email me at mrfdixmovies at gmail.com. Or maybe like we can try this, throwing it out there on the socials. I mean, personally, I'm on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram, but wherever you are, maybe put a little hashtag. Like, I invented a hashtag. I feel so cool. MFDM, which would stand for Mr. F Diggs Movies. Hashtag MFDM, and maybe that can be the hashtag we all use to find each other and see what we're digging. Um, you can also reach me on those social channels. I'm Mr. F Diggs Movies. If you want to see how my writing turned out, how all everything I talked about found its way into my piece, again, you can go to the website and read my full review along with other reviews there. And there's also a ton of resources that will help you talk about the movies in new, fun, and interesting ways. You know, people love a person who can talk about the movies, like someone who has a recommendation for them and like not only has the recommendation, but can say something with that recommendation that actually convinces them to, to watch it. People love that. You, you are that. You know, so there's a lot of stuff on the website to help you check it all out. If you enjoyed the pod, please consider subscribing, following, leaving a review or sharing the episode with a friend. And remember, folks, that the universe needs you to talk about the movie. So do it and have fun while you're doing it. Stay safe and take care of each other. Till next time. Peace out.